0: Of a gangster. Let me be honest, when they sent me to prison I was like college A hundred grand to me, ain't shit but a couple dollars If you ever was my victim, sorry that I had to rob you Confessions of a G, from the streets If I ever tell it all, they'll give an elbow to me Confessions of a G this lifestyle is art, the type of shit you see on TV Boiling up the choppers, loading up the glocks If we catch a nigga slipping, we gonna blow him out of socks I got demons in my closet, voices in my head Telling me to go slide for my homies that's dead I be talking to myself while I'm sliding in this bend So everybody got an angle, G, you ain't got no friends Most of niggas that I grew up with strung out on meth When I weigh out my options, shit, I'm better by myself This nigga talk and that nigga told too, when the pressure really on these tough niggas gon' fold too. Gang allegations, the cops kept raiding. So every day at 5 a.m. I'm up pacing. and I ain't do it for the hood. I did it for myself. Case after case, stuck sitting on the shelf. I ain't do it for the hood. I did it for myself. When I got caught, I wasn't mad and wasn't asking for help. Confessions of a gangster. Let me be honest. When they sent me to prison, I was like college. A hundred grand to me ain't
1: shit but a couple.
2: And we bike Episode 37 <sighs> Sorry I missed last week I know I said I was having surgery Which I did have neck surgery But I actually felt fine To do a pod last week But literally about an hour Before I was going to record a pod I got some information that did not. <laughs> God damn it. I'm already starting to tear up. I'm not going to talk about it this week because I'm going to start crying if I talk about it. But I got some information that really just did not put me in the pod mode about somebody really close to me. Uh, maybe I'll touch on it next week, but it ain't happening this week. I don't feel like crying on this shit. So we're going to keep it pushing, man. Um, we got two weeks worth of shit to dive into. What's going on, man? Um, my surgery. So uh, surgery went smooth, my scars healing up nicely, I had 17 staples across my neck. Uh, And really, uh, first off, when I came on here talking about the civilian doctors at, uh, at the ER in Arizona and how sweet they were, it was almost that here. I had probably about five nurses tending to me. Before and after my uh, surgery. And almost all of them. Were super sweet. Super nice. Except one. This bitch. Bro. Oh my god. This one little Asian nurse. Was such a bitch. Through the whole thing. And it was driving me insane. So just an example of it was. I had when I had my uh, pre-op. They asked uh, the information who was gonna be picking me up, their you know their phone number and their name. That was the extent of it. They just asked who was gonna be picking me up. So uh, I get out of surgery. Again, I just got out of surgery. I'm all groggy and shit. I'm fucked up. I get out of surgery, and uh, my boy Dom is there to pick me up. And they roll me out in the wheelchair. I'm like, oh, that's him. That's who's taking me home. And he's going to be the one, the the nurse says, and he's going to be the one staying with you tonight. And I was like, ain't nobody staying with me. He's just taking me to the crib. And he goes, no, someone has to stay with you. And I was like, well, shit, why didn't y'all tell me that beforehand? (laughs) And uh, that bitch-ass nurse, she was like, they told you in your pre-op. And I looked at her. I was like, were you in my pre-op? No, she didn't say that to me. And she was all, yes, she did. I was all, no the fuck, she didn't. And we just start going back and forth, bro. I was getting mad at this bitch. And, uh, and in my brain, I'm like, why are you so hostile to somebody that just came out of surgery? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Get a different job, bitch. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, calling her bitch over and over, but she really was a bitch. I fucking hated that lady. Finally, I just lied and said, all right, he's going to stay with me. <laughs> he didn't fucking stay with me, man. But uh so after surgery, came home, <clears throat> got to the crib, uh f- people were telling me that I might, you know, good chance I'm gonna be uh constipated. First thing I did when I got home was shit. <laughs> as soon as I got home, I took a shit, and then uh I immediately pounded two um uh fruit smoothies, popped a couple percocet. And then uh, felt I felt super cold. I mean, if you've been to Guam, you know that you don't feel cold in this place. So I knew, obviously, something was wrong with me. Not like red flag wrong, but probably just an effect of the anesthesia that has got the, the cold shivers. So I bundled up, made sure all my ACs were off, and I laid down for bed. I woke up probably about... I don't even know what time it was. It was probably like 1 a.m. And I was sweating. But again, not red flag type of sweating, but actually a green flag type of sweating. Like, okay, if I'm back to my normal self. I should be sweating at this amount. <clears throat> so I got up. Uh, I got up to take my uh, hoodie off and turn on an A.C. And right when I stood up, my stomach said, Whoop! Bro, I beeline to the bathroom. I dropped to my knees, paws, and just projectile vomited all that smoothie straight into the toilet. But again, it was all liquid, so, because I didn't eat anything. Up in, when I woke up, I had been over 24 hours since I had anything solid. I just had those two fruit smoothies. So it didn't hurt or anything. It all came, it was like water just coming out of my neck. But I threw up, back-to-back times right there. I threw up one, and then, and that was the extent of how bad shit got. I didn't, I didn't need any more. I didn't need any Percocet. Honestly, I don't even think I needed Percocet that first night. I just took it because <laughs> I thought I should. But, uh... Yeah, man, I've actually been feeling pretty fine. Like, the, the worst pain I felt... Two, two times. One was when I came home and I took that shit. And I felt that first pee... Because I had a catheter in. Bro, that first pee, oh my god. I never had gonorrhea, but I imagine that's what it felt like. That shit burned. And the second pee hurt a little bit too. But that first one was, made me go, ah! <laughs> it made me make noises. And then uh, the, other t- the other pain I felt was probably like the first two days. Felt like I had strep throat. Just because I had a breathing tube in. But after that man I've, I've been feeling fine uh, it took, I got the staples taken out uh, Last week I'm just chilling I'm fucking Gucci now man it Feels weird though it Feels like I got like Marbles in my neck From the scar tissue But I'm still on convalescent leave I got A few more days left. I go back to work on Friday. (laughs) I go back to work on Friday and then I got a weekend. But I got a lot of shit I got to do because we got a mission coming up. So uh, ain't no time to chill when I get back. I got to dive right back in. But yeah, that's that's what's been going on with me. I've been just chilling, man. Playing a shit ton of Call of Duty. (laughs) Watching a shit ton of TV. I uh oh, and I also bought. They had that the The Witcher Three video game it was on sale for like eight dollars on PlayStation Network. And uh, only reason I bought it is because I was at work like two months ago, and people were talking about that game, and I was like, "Shit, I didn't even know it was a game until y'all told me right now." I thought it was just a show. Apparently, it's a book too. I, I, but I saw it. I was like, "Oh, let me see what this game's about." So I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet, but I looked it up and it got a goddamn 10 out of 10 rating. You tell me this is a perfect game? We're going to find out. I'll probably uh, break into it today. And like I said, I've been watching a lot of TV, been watching Baddies South. Roly just put the pause on uh, Ann this week, and I respect Ann. And was starting to annoy me because she was just trying to fight everyone just to fight everybody. But when Roley beat her ass, she gained my respect because <laughs> they got to her little interview. And she was like, man, if I knew Roley was going to try and fight me, I would just try to sneak her and take off running. Don't nobody want to fight Roley? She beat my ass like a drum. <laughs> I respect the honesty. When you can admit you got your ass beat, I respect that, man. But I've been watching that. They just released a trailer for the just the auditions of Bad Boys Houston. And this is a minute long, and this shit looks like pure insanity. I can't wait. Bad Boys is the greatest thing to hit Zeus Network since One More Chance. Uh, what else I've been watching? I watched that new Kevin Hart movie right before I hopped on here. It was pretty funny. Uh, the man from Toronto. It's got uh, Woody Harrison in it too. Uh, what else have I watched? Oh my god, bro. Another thing I watched before I got in the pod. Before, right after I watched Man in Toronto, I watched Snoop Dogg's comedy special on Netflix. Y'all need to watch that shit, bro. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Man, see, I worry when I when I see uh, celebrity, um, celebrity, what do you even call that? Showcases like that, I get concerned when there's big names attached to it. Like if you got a bunch of unknown unknown people, this is their chance to get put on, so they're gonna come with their best. But you got this man had Mike Epps on there. He had Cat Williams. He had Donnell Rawlings. He had D. Ray Davis, all very established comedians. There's one more, two more on there. Another guy, he's an older comedian, he had been around for a minute. I'm I'm just drawing a blank on his name right now. He' an actor too. And then a, a woman comedian who I never heard of. But when you got these big names attached to shit like that, a lot of times they mail in their set. Because they don't want to give you the good shit. They want to keep that that fire shit for themselves. So they just give you a few little cute jokes that'll make you chuckle a little bit. Not on this one. Bro, they was going in. D-Ray Davis had me crying real tears laughing, bro. And they all only had like 15 minute sets, but they were fucking funny. Even Mike Epps. And I've been a historical Mike Epps hater. He had me laughing. I hate his stand-up. I think he's a hilarious, ingenious, comedic actor. But his stand-up is just not it for me. But he had me dying laughing. If you get a chance, check that shit out on Netflix. It's funny as shit. And then uh, I think I'm going to watch that uh, new Adam Sandler Hustle. Or Hustler, whatever it is. That basketball movie he got. I'm going to watch that today. See what that's about. Um, Theaters. What have I seen in theaters? I saw... Some, uh, there's one movie I want to talk about. But I saw another movie before that. I'm trying to remember what it was. What the fuck? It was like as soon as I got back. And... Man, hold up. Let me see. Because I got the... Uh, that Regal app. So it's got me... Uh, I get unlimited movies for 18 bucks a month. So I think it saves all my past movies so I can see what I... Oh yeah, I already talked about it. Jurassic World, that was, a, that was the other movie. Okay. Yeah, so... Thor, Love and Thunder for less than two days. I'm going to see it when you're hearing this. It'll be a day. I can't wait for that. that, that I see that on my last day at con leave. That Thursday. 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to be in there. But what I want to talk about, boy. Okay. If you know me. You know there's. One type of movie. That I religiously fucking hate. I hate, and it's military movies. I can't stand them. I don't watch them. All the all the new shits, your fucking like fucking American sniper and shit like that. I've never seen them. I never will. I don't want to see them. I hate military movies. I'm in the military. I'm miserable in the military. Why do I want to be reminded of my misery by watching military movies in my free time? I'm good. No, thank you. I want nothing to do with it. I could, the, the last military movie I saw, like the newest one, was probably like Black Hawk Down or Pearl Harbor, whenever those came out. I don't even know. I haven't seen shit. I say that to say this. I've tried watching the, the first Top Gun three different times. Boring as fuck. Fell asleep every time. So I've never even seen that movie all the way through. Because it's trash. Can't keep my attention. But boy, the internet has been blowing up about this Top Gun 2 movie. It hit a billion dollars. I'm finally like, man, I gotta see what the big deal about this movie is. I don't understand how it's getting this kind of reviews and making this much goddamn money. So I broke my cardinal rule. Not only did I see a military movie, I went to the theater to see a military movie. As much as it pains me to say this, that movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> that movie is fucking awesome. Go. <clears throat> Hold on, I some water. Go see that movie. That shit was amazing. Coming from someone who went into that movie expecting and wanting to hate it, it was amazing. Definitely go check that out. Hate to say it, but damn, that was a good movie. (coughs) And then, like I said, I got Thor 4 on the horizon. Can't wait to see that. There's, I could I stopped watching Miss Marvel, man. That shit is trash. So this is gonna be the last Marvel thing I see until I go on mission. Cause I don't think uh She-Hulk comes out until the end of August. And I'm i I'm gonna I'm gonna give it the Miss Marvel treatment. I'm gonna give it a chance. But I don't see myself continuing to watch She Hulk either. I don't know, man, the the comics, I forced myself, the last mission I was on, I forced myself to read She-Hulk's volume one, two, and three, because they announced the show, so I wanted to be able to, you know, compare and contrast the two, and uh, it was like pulling teeth, bro, I had to force myself through those. It's like, it's like reading a legal document with pictures. Oh my god, it sucks. I don't want to watch Law & Order MCU. I've said it. But, I'm gonna give it a chance. We'll see. We'll see. What, have you been watching anything else? Oh, I didn't get to see it live, but I've seen most of it through clips. But uh, I don't got Instagram, so I couldn't watch the Omarion versus uh, Mario versus. And uh, when it was announced, I don't know if when it was announced. I imagine they announced it a while ago, but I only heard of it like a couple days before it uh, came out. And me and my boy were talking, and he was riding that Omarion wave. And I just kept telling him, I was like, bro, you got... Mario fucked up <laughs> one one, my man got some bangers, and two, he could sing, sing. And verses now isn't they just sitting in a chair while their music plays? They're performing these records, and Mario could sing, sing. And my boy thought, thought Marion could too. <laughs> Oh my god bro That was an embarrassment <clears throat> That was a fucking embarrassment On the bright side I'm hoping Omar, I mean, uh, Mario rides his wave And gives us a new album Cause we ain't had a new album from him I think I think like 2018 2017, 2018, somewhere around there it was a solid album I forgot the name of it Um But it's been a while. Hopefully you get some new music from them now. What else going on in these streets? Uh. Just had another mass shooting. Again, I'm not even going to talk about it. I feel like every other week I'm on this podcast talking about a goddamn mass shooting. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous, man. And, of course... Our country's going to continue to do absolutely not a goddamn thing about it. I'm I'm stopping. I'm not talking about it. Because I'm get worked up again. Not talking about it. Go listen to my previous podcast about it. I'm not talking about it. But other wild shit happened. Bro, what is going on in my throat? Pause. Some shit. Man. And I feel like a dumbass. So when the, this whole Rovers Wade debacle was going on, I was at work and I said with the utmost confidence, "Bro, they're not overturning Rovers Wade. It's not gonna fucking happen." <clears throat> Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I just, my brain couldn't wrap around the idea of that happening in this day and age, because that is such a step back. That is such a step back for women. I just I couldn't see it happening. I would have I bet my paycheck on it if someone would have asked me to. That's how confident I was. Thank God nobody did. This shit's wild, bro. And those listening... If you live in a border state, Canada and Mexico, abortions are both legal. If you don't have a closer state to your area where abortions are legal. But then that gets confusing too. Because from what I understand, I might be wrong. I'm just talking out of my ass. This is just what I interpreted is. That now, with the repeal of Roe v. Wade, if somebody goes to a different state if this their home state requests their medical information from these facilities in these other states they're obligated to give it to them that's what i understood of of what this means now cuz a complete just hippo override so it's, like, it's getting super messy over here man <clears throat> And, uh, you know, me and my wife, we've been, cause I got six years left till I retire. And, uh, we've been seriously talking about when I retire, the possibilities of retiring in another country. And man, I tell you what, somebody with not just a daughter, but a daughter of color, I'm 100% on board now. It ain't safe for her here, man. Simple as that. I don't know if motherfuckers going to be this, oh, he hates America. I don't hate America. I don't. But I got to look out for my family and what's best for them. If there's places I can live that afford my children a better opportunity, I got to take it. It's as simple as that. And, as long as I don't renounce my citizenship, I still receive my benefits. I.e. how all these people retire and, like, fucking Rota and shit like that. I just think, uh... Yeah, I don't don't think this is it, man. I don't think this is it, man. The, the, The direction we're going between... Between that and the gun violence in this country, I'm just like, bro, I don't want to put my kids at risk more than I need to if there's a better option out there. It's as simple as that. Who knows? Got a few different countries on the uh, table I'm looking at right now. I got six years to figure this out. so We'll see. We'll see where I end up, but good chance I'll be somewhere else. Still be rooting for all y'all back here. And I'll be back here to visit. But I don't think I can raise my kids here. Should be too stressful, man. Like, my daughter starts school in two years. And now, goddamn. <laughs> like, I'm already stressed and paranoid about my daughter going to school. And you don't want it to be on your brain, but you've got the whole school shooter shit running through your mind. And she hasn't even started school yet. I can't imagine if she started school, and if I get a call from her school, my mind is immediately going to go into a panic. I already know. <clears throat> I don't need to deal with that. And most importantly, they don't need to deal with that. Because we've obviously shown we're not going to do a goddamn thing about that gun violence. Anyways, what else happened? Uh, oh, that, a funny thing about the Roe vs. Wade. <laughs> Bro, the governor of Arizona tweeted out some bullshit. I don't remember what it, exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines of... I'm so proud that our state uh, is the most supportive... Of human life in this country, something like that, bro. This woman with that big clit energy <laughs> retweeted it and quoted it and replied, Yeah, your son made me, uh, your son made me take a plan B after going raw, but go off. <laughs> I love fucking internet acts of violence, I fucking love it. Ain't nothing better, man. Ugh, fuck. What else happened, man? I just... Oh, oh man. I'm still just in a bad mood with all that shit going on right now in my life. But, hey, it is what it is. You got to deal with it, right? Uh, I, I could have missed two weeks in a row. I had to get on here for a little bit. I don't think this is going to be a long one. What else happening? Um, R. Kelly going to jail for 30 years. Ain't no surprise there. Of course you got the people, I'm not listening to R. Kelly's music anymore. I'm not supporting him. If if you've seen any documentary or heard anybody talk about R. Kelly, you know that nigga is dumb as fuck and owns zero of his catalog or anything he wrote. (laughs) <laughs> you ain't supporting shit about R. Kelly if you listen to music or music he wrote. Now you say you don't want to listen to it because you, you, like, hear it in a different light now. I can understand that. But I'll still we will be listening to R. Kelly while I smile that he's in jail. <laughs> he going to jail, um... I don't even know the bitch's name. The, the girl that helped out Epstein, she going to jail for 20 years. Uh, this rapper kid, Y-what's what, the fuck his name? Y-N-W-A-N-W-Melly, whatever the fuck his name is. He's in jail right now. He's accused of murdering his friends because he's a goddamn lunatic. He has that one song.
1: Oh God, I got
2: murder on my mind. That's the only song I know from him. <laughs> but he's in jail right now, going through all the litigations of that shit. And apparently, there's been text message evidence brought up of him greenlighting the murder of his own mother. This nigga is sick. Bro keep that motherfucker in a cage, please. That nigga is sick. Um oh shit. You know I meant to uh start off the pod with this. But you know I can see my viewership, but I can't see my viewership, so I know the numbers, but I don't know exactly who's listening. For all I know, the illustrious Kevin Durant may be listening to this podcast. I just want to say to you, Kevin Durant, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you've been having a wonderful day when you hear this. And I hope nothing but wonderful days for you in the future and great nights of sleep of peace, lots of sex and money. I wish you nothing but the greatest of life's successes. And I know you're in Brooklyn right now And you gotta deal with the snow Stuff like that Summertime it gets humid But I just wanted to let you know In Phoenix It's Like A one in a million chance that it snows And in the rare occasion it does Almost guaranteed not to stick to the ground And you know Summers are hot but it's dry if you hang out under the shade, you're good. You won't be sweating. You know, property, property value is going up here, so you you buy some property. It's an investment. Right now, we're the number two in the country, next to California, when it comes to uh, property growth. So make it help your money make money. Come in here, investing in your home. Maybe buy a couple apartment buildings in the area. And you're right next to LA. It's only a couple of hours away. So you could pop in over there whenever you want without having to team up with LeBron, because we all know you want to beat LeBron. And now you're in the West. So you get to go head-to-head with, head head with him all the time. You'll probably see him in the conference finals. And then you'll, you'll know that after you beat them, because Kyrie's probably going to go over there, once you beat them, you, get, you punch your ticket to an NBA championship ring. Because we all know over the next few years, the NBA champions coming out the West. And, you know, we love you here, Katie. We've never had any beef with you. Go through your mentions. How many of those people slandering you on the internet from Arizona over the past decade? I mean, not a mathematician, but I'm willing to bet none. We don't do that over here. We support you. So hey, you know. Just <laughs> that's my message. That's my love letter to KD. <laughs> that's my love letter to KD. I love you, man. Come to Phoenix, please. I love you, KD.
1: It's
2: <laughs> my love letter to KD, bro. And he uh <laughs> He uh, he put down, you know, that Phoenix and Miami were the top two picks. You know what I'm saying? The only way I see him, oh uh, well, I got to unpack a few things. So I'm going to go through my initial thoughts. My initial thoughts, the only way he's going to Miami over Phoenix is if Miami can swing both Kyrie and KD. But if they had to split, which I think they are going to have to split up. I think KD's going to Phoenix. Kyrie's going back, or not back to L.A., but he's going to L.A. And obviously, I give up DeAndre Ayton and a bunch of picks, which I'm cool with. Where start, it starts to get sketchy, where I get a little bit worried. I still like our chances and her ability to find talent and develop it elsewhere. Is top tier. I'm not really too worried, but where I'm just like, oh, I really don't want to do that. Is give up Mikael Bridges. I want to keep him. But uh, yeah. Uh, and then people were posting all this other shit like, Chicago's a front runner. Golden State is interested. Blah blah. And I laughed at all this shit because silly me. I thought. I just assumed. That the best player in the NBA had a no-trade clause. It, I, it, I just assumed it. So in my brain, I'm like, he's going to either Phoenix or Miami. He's not going anywhere else. This nigga doesn't have a no-trade clause. How are you the best player in the league and you don't got no-trade clause, bro? Hey, KD, when you come to Phoenix, you got a no-trade clause waiting for you. Promise you that. But how do you not have no trade clause? So now I'm like, fuck, he could really go anywhere. Because at this point, if they're getting rid of Kyrie and KD, they're blowing it up. So they're going to be going for as many picks as they can get. So whoever can pay them the most is where are these guys are going. Well, not Kyrie. Kyrie does have a no trade clause. But that's where KD going, wherever they get the most picks. That shit had me worried, not going to lie.
1: <sighs>
2: I'll tell you what, every single day when I wake up, first thing I do is go to Twitter, see if there's news. <laughs> I've been waiting on the edge of my seat. Oh, man. Well, I don't think there's anything else going on in sports. Real sports. I don't watch baseball and all that shit. Is um, that it? Oh my God. Okay, I got to tell this story and then I'm getting off. Bro. So, let me start by saying the last time. I put hands on some. Last time I slapped somebody the fuck up was probably like, I don't know, like eight years ago when I was in Virginia. When I was in Virginia was the last time I put the paws on somebody. Dog. Yesterday was the closest I've come since then. If this man would have stepped from behind that counter, I promise you. I was going to unload on this man's face. That's how fucking pissed off I was. And the reason is stupid. (laughs) Let me explain the situation to you. So, I'm at the crib. Chilling. It's probably like, I don't know, 8 o'clock at night. I'm chilling at the crib and I'm like, damn. I'm really craving a hot dog. I want a glizzy right now. Pause. So I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna go grab one. So I go to the gas station. Everybody knows gas station hot dogs hit the most. So I go to the gas station. They shut down their hot dog machine. I'm like, god damn it. So now I'm trying to think, I'm like, oh good now, now I got the glizzy on my brain. I need a glizzy now. So I'm thinking where can I get one at this hour? Bing! I'm like, I'm pretty sure Jollibee has hot dogs. I've only ever gotten chicken from there, so I'm, I'm, and I tried their spaghetti once; and it was the most disgusting shit I'd ever had in my life. And never touched it again. But I've never really looked at their menu. I just got chicken. So I'm like, let me go over because it was right up the road too. So I'm gonna like, head over here and see if they got hot dogs. Showing sure up, they got hot dogs. They, the hot dogs got all types of crazy shit on them like and it, it didn't look good The top, Their toppings didn't look good It looked like it was like made from a cartoon Like a Roger Rabbit hot dog So I pull up to the window And I'm like Yo, Let me get uh, Let me get two hot dogs A uh, plane And put the mustard on the side silence for a little while sir I can't do that why can't you do that there's no button for it and I was like okay you're a human being just tell the person making the hot dog don't put anything on this put the mustard in a container easy day I'm going back and forth with this girl for a little bit And she's irritating me I'm not like popping off on her though She's like 15 And I understand she's just She doesn't want to get in trouble So she only goes off what this fucking computer tells her I get it So I'm like I'm just going to come inside So I get out of line, I go inside And I'm like okay Look this is what I want Give me two plain hot dogs And don't put anything on them I want nothing on them but on the side, in a little container, just give me some mustard. And she, I can't, I can't do that. And finally, I'm going back and forth with her. Finally, the manager comes over. And in my brain, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Finally, a fucking adult who can, who understands how to put mustard in a goddamn container. That's what I think is about to happen. This fucking 40-year-old retard, bro. Oh, my God. So this fucking guy, again, tells me we can't do that. And then I'm like, why can't you do this? Explain to me why you were incapable of putting mustard on the side. And he, there's no, there's no button for us to account for that. I'm like, what the fuck are you accounting for? I'm not asking for any extra shit. I want you to put what you're gonna give me already on the side. And this fucking retard, does it messes up our inventory. How? How does it mess up your inventory? How does it mess up your inventory to give me what I'm going to be getting anyway that's not on my actual goddamn hot dog? And then this fucking guy is going to look at me and say, well, even if I wanted to, I can't because we don't have little to-go containers for the mustard. And I was like, cool, problem solved. Charge me for mashed potatoes. And he was like, what? And, and at this point, I already, he had already handed me my hot dogs. In the bag, in the to-go bag. I'm still trying to get mustard. I've already paid for these fucking hot dogs. And uh, I'm like, charge me for mashed potatoes. He's like, oh, so you want mashed potatoes as well? oh, no. Charge me for mashed potatoes. Don't put any mashed potatoes in the mashed potato container. Use that container for the mustard. So now I'm paying you a dollar for this stupid container to put my mustard in. So now I can have mustard. He's going to tell me again. We can't do that. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean you can't do this? And now I'm starting to just yell at this guy. And he starts like, why are you yelling, sir? Why are you yelling, sir? And I was like, because obviously you're too fucking stupid to understand when I'm talking to you like a normal human being. So I have to approach you in a different way now. And I'm just getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And then, as I'm yelling at him to just give me my goddamn mustard, he starts to—he keeps going like you're yelling. I don't know why you're yelling. You're yelling, and this is making me matter, and matter, and matter, and <laughs> and, <laughs> and matter. And then that's—this this is when I start to like black out a little bit and don't remember everything. But at. at the next thing I remember is I'm just screaming at this guy to come from behind that counter so I can fuck him up. I'm furious at this point, bro. I can feel my blood hot in my veins. I'm like, get, behind, get from behind that fucking counter. I'm going to knock you the fuck out. I'm just screaming at this guy. Because the way he's talking to me is It is what is annoying me. Because he's willfully just being fucking stupid And I could tell It's not He's not stupid He's willfully making himself this stupid To get under my skin And I could tell And it's pissing me the fuck off I'm yelling at him Get from behind that counter And then finally he goes We're calling the police We're calling the police And I was like yeah cause you're pussy You're pussy Now I finally just snatch my fucking hot dogs And take off <laughs> and I go home and I'm not even like I, that place is five minutes from my house I'm not even halfway and I start laughing because I realize how fucking stupid it is How mad I just got over god damn mustard <laughs> Like I get that's not what really set me off But the start point was mustard and I'm just dying laughing now when I get home. Like, I'm a fucking idiot. And I would like to say that I did apologize. Right before I left, I apologized to all the workers in there. And I told them, I was like, I'm sorry if I made any of you guys uncomfortable. My ire my isn't directed at any of you guys. You guys just doing your jobs. I have no problem with any of you guys. I do apologize. My issue is with this pussy right here. So I want, I want it on, on record that I apologize to everybody except for that piece of shit Jollibee manager. Everybody else I apologize to. Cause they, they didn't deserve for me to just be flying off the handles like that. <laughs> and feel, feel like they're in danger or something. So I did apologize to all of them. Let that be known, first and foremost. But anyways, so it gets even better. So I'm already laughing. Luckily, I'm in a good mood at this point now. My mood's completely shifted. Because I'm laughing about how fucking stupid it was. So I'm in a good mood already laughing. And this piece of shit manager got the last laugh on me, bro. Because he knew I wasn't going to go back to that Jollibee because he threatened to call the police. And I didn't want to show up and police be waiting there. So I wasn't going back. (laughs) And he knew it. I opened up my bag, did these goddamn hot dogs. I ordered two. This motherfucker gave me one.
0: <laughs> and not even just one hot dog, but one hot dog with everything on it. <laughs> and I threw that
2: motherfucker away. <laughs> and I cursed him the fuck out from my balcony. You bitch. You raggedy bitch Oh man He he got over me In the end But that did over my eyes like, Cause it's been a, a month Between my regular leave and this con leave I've been out the loop for about a month and a half Ain't been to therapy in about a month and a half I need to get back to therapy <laughs> That moment right there showed it to me Your boy flying off the handles Off a goddamn mustard And I'm telling you, if he would have came from behind that counter, I would have socked that nigga in his mouth. I was at that level. Man. Yeah, your boy's getting back to therapy, though. (laughs) Next week, I'm back in it. Next Thursday, bro. That was too much. Anyways, that was my uh, mustard story. But, uh... I think we're at the end here. And again, Kevin Durant, I love you in the most platonic of ways. I'm here for you if you need me. You need guidance on your decision making. Or, you know, you just you need someone to vent to. I'm, I have an ear. I have two of them. You can have both. Just let me know, okay? All right. Valentina, Daddy loves you. Kanan, Daddy loves you. I'm out. Peace.
1: Dry your eyes, this is hard but it's okay I just don't want you same way you want me I can't give you my heart cause it's broken But still come home with me Oh come closer, drop your bag on the sofa You're under me but I'm not over Not over all the things I told you. Oh babe I'm broken, not to honor your emotion My last love was cold So now I gotta be the coldest It's too bad you want my love It's hard, but it's okay. okay Honestly, I just want you to hold me Trying to give you my heart I was hoping that all the things you say and do Will make me love you, baby okay. Oh, it's too bad. too bad Don't mean to yeah. lead you on Waste oh. your time just because Girl I, know Girl, I know I'm with you on But I'm still just not ready to fall for you yeah all come closer Drop your bag on the sofa, you're under me but I'm not over Not over all the things I told you, oh babe I'm broken Numb to all of your emotion, my last love was cold So now I gotta be the coldest. it's too bad you want my love